Hello, and welcome to the Tech Dirt Podcast. I'm Mike Mousnick. The world is increasingly technological, so we have better get methodical. Bringing precision to critical digital journalism with the singular vision of a modern monocle. Stopping the copyright police from pulling the wall on us. Painting and taking on all the plate to pay to troll. Document the ways that they aim to take control. Scrutinize and do their lies and make them fold. If we don't stand up to them, someone will get hurt. To grab a shovel and dig up the tech. If we don't stand up to them, someone will get hurt. To grab a shovel and dig up the tech. Today, we're going to be talking about Tesla, the car company. And I should note up front that I always called it Tesla, but company employees keep calling it Tesla with a Z sound, so I'll assume that they know what they're talking about and I don't, and I'll stick with their pronunciation. Anyway, uh, just recently, as you probably heard, the company announced its fourth vehicle, which it is calling the Tesla Model 3. And yes, the fourth vehicle is called the 3. Don't ask me to explain that. Uh, This is its first planned entry into the lower end of the market with a price starting at around $35,000. Of course, with features and options, it can go much higher, apparently. Tesla, of course, only makes electric vehicles, fully electric vehicles, and the reviews of its flagship Model S tend to be totally off the charts positive. It no longer makes its Roadster, but also recently started shipping its Model X SUV, which has suffered from a few problems, but still generally gets really great reviews overall. The company is famous for pushing over-the-air updates that magically make your car better and for getting top-notch safety reviews as well. Also, actually, off-the-charts safety reviews. But with the three, the company is entering into a very, very different kind of market, and there appears to be quite a lot of demand for that car. The same day that the company officially announced it, it also allowed people to pre-order the car by putting down a refundable $1,000 deposit to basically hold their place in line. Even before the official announcement or any image of the car had been released, uh, over 100,000 people had plunked down their $1,000. After the car's design was finally revealed, the numbers kept rising. Within a couple of days, it had surpassed 200,000 and then 300,000. The latest report that I saw put it somewhere close to 400,000, and knowing that we're recording this episode a few weeks before it will air, it's likely that it'll be higher by the time you're listening to this. To put that that in perspective, uh, a quick check of uh, popular cars, uh, such as the Honda Civic, shows that uh, Honda sold a little over 300,000 Civics in the U.S. alone in 2014, and if you count Canada, it's close to 400,000. So producing that many vehicles in a single year is not impossible, (laughs) but it's certainly a challenge for a company that's only sold between 50 and 100,000 vehicles to date, uh, as opposed to Honda, which obviously has a lot more experience with sort of mass producing cars for the mainstream market. Still, there are some interesting questions to address here. Beyond Tesla's capability to deliver the product in a reasonable time frame uh, or at the price that it is already committed, and one of the big questions is just why there's such an enthusiastic response to this. Someone jokingly noted on Twitter that Tesla had just run the world's most successful Kickstarter project, effectively raising approximately $400 million for a car that won't even be in production for probably two years and perhaps even more than that. 
And hell, the first 100 million or so of that money came before anyone had even seen the car in question, which is kind of incredible when you think about it. So for today's discussion with uh, our usual co-host, Dennis Yang, and also special guest co-host, Michael Ho, uh, we're going to discuss the phenomenon of Tesla, uh, why it's so popular, and why so many people are willing to plunk down $1,000 on a speculative car, and also if there's anything uh, else that other companies can learn from Tesla's success so far. So let's start with the obvious question, and I guess the official disclosure necessary, which is, did either of you reserve your spot in line? Um, <clears throat> I, I certainly did. Um, <laughs> I was actually planning on going like the night before and like camping out, but the last minute decided not to. And then I gave up, but then at the last minute on the day of, I actually went down to the dealership and put my money down. Uh, I did too. Um, but I had no plans to camp out at all. (laughs) That was (laughs) never, that was never on the table for me. Um, I did check out though the line that, that existed at the closest Tesla store near me. And it apparently was the longest line in the world for the Tesla. So <laughs> who's measuring that? I, I assume Tesla. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was tweeted by Musk, I think. So that's uh, interesting. How it was measured. <laughs> All right. Well, I will say I did not. So so we have two yeses and, and one no. <laughs> yes, yes, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, no. Uh, uh, but uh, so, so, so why? All right, let's start with, with the reasons, you know, what, what made you guys do that? Um, and, I mean, and, for and, me, and just actually, yeah. let me, let me take a step back and, and just yeah, be clear. Was, are, are you, do you guys camp out for like anything else or, or <laughs> like, you know, first day order anything else like the iPhone or whatever? The, the, the last time, no, I, I've never camped out for an iPhone. The last time I camped out was for, uh, general admission to a Bob Dylan concert. So, <laughs> yeah, I okay. I have never camped out for anything, and uh, yeah, um, no, can't say I can't say that I'm that and that much of an early adopter of things. Even though, even though I like to right. keep up on tech gadgets. Yeah, I mean, I know you, and you're not an early adopter. Yeah, I mean, I I would consider myself sort of an early adopter. You know, mm. like I definitely am. A, I'm on the the iPhone you know, normal cycle, not the S cycle, if you will. Right. Um, So (laughs) I I definitely like to get kind of the latest and, you know, the tech gadgets. And for me, like the, the three really was like the car that I was waiting to buy, you know, like the Roadster I really wanted, but it was too impractical. The S I really wanted, but it was too much money. Um, And the three really seems like, you know, the car that we've all been waiting for. Affordable, <laughs> amazing vehicle. Yeah, I, I, I went with the total practical. You know, this is the time to put your pre-order in before the federal subsidies run out, and maybe there's a <laughs> chance that you know you'll save a few thousand bucks if the car so, actually so, exists so, someday. So the federal subsidy really influenced you there. Oh well, yeah, I think it it influenced me in terms of like, I put it. I, I put in my pre-order at 7.35 p.m. the day <laughs> that they announced it because uh, whatever, I think they were planning on it. They were planning on opening up the the online ordering system at 8 p.m., but they they opened it up at 7.30, and I got in like five minutes after, they, <laughs> after the, the right. earlier time slot. And, and do you know... 
Do you know your place in line? Did they tell you? Uh, I have no idea what my place in line is. I, I got an email confirmation actually maybe a couple days later. Um, and uh-huh. I don't believe it didn't have any obvious way to tell where I was in line. There's no deli number on it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you, if, you log, if you log into your Tesla account, um, you can get your, your number. But I don't know if it's sequential or how, you know, I do have a number and it's, let's see here, in the hundreds of millions. So Right. See, that's not, that is clearly not yeah. the list. But, but I had gone to test drive a Model S like a month before. Uh-huh. And as a result of that test drive, um, I also have an order for a Tesla that I just have to pay for, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but you're um, not planning that, on it? Right. And that number is in the, like, just below 7 million. So somewhere along the yeah. lines, they, they amped so, up. So the, the numbering numbers. system is not, is, you can't really deduce anything from that. I, I mean, it, it probably means something, right? Like, I'm I'm guessing yeah. that my number is... Hopefully, I mean, that supposedly you, there's an order, right? So whenever they do start releasing these vehicles, like my turn will come up. And sure. if I'm not, you know, like several months before my co, <laughs> I'll be angry. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Wait, what? Because, you, should you, know, be seven, you should be before my co? Why? I should be, yeah, because Did I was. Order so earlier? I, yeah, because I, I physically, I don't know, I don't oh. months or Oh, because years. so the, on, the online didn't open until later no. that night. And. and Right. So my co's order came in, you know, at night at 730. I was around like one or two in the afternoon at the store. So that's yeah, six, those why, six why, hours. Why, why months? I mean, do you think it'll? Yes. I mean, they, it will they, be should, months. they should be able to produce the cars no. quicker than that. No, but, I don't know. We'll but, see. Yeah, I, I doubt that's going to happen. But interesting. OK. Yeah. And so. So we can do a follow up podcast later <laughs> when, you know, these start getting released. So. Well, there is actually a pretty high probability that I will uh, request a refund since it is fully refundable. Yeah, and but that's another, that's another reason why right. I put my money down. But you'll yeah. know, we'll, we'll know how long it took because, you know. Yeah, we can still. You don't, you don't want your money back until we know, right? Yeah. My code, do not get your money back until we know. <laughs> <laughs> you have been ordered. Well, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think, I mean, like, like the reason why I think there was so much like kind of fervor over this thing was, I think a lot of people have been waiting for this perfect kind of car from Tesla, right? Right. Um, so and the and the fact yeah. that the deposit—it's not a deposit; it's just this thousand bucks that you just give them, and you can get it back if you don't want it. Right. right. Yeah, I, I think the fact that it's a refundable deposit obviously has influenced a lot of these, and I do actually wonder—you um, know—how many people will ask for the refunds when they're when the opportunity you know yeah when, when they get the yeah. you know the, the call or the email or whatever um right. and it would be interesting to find out that statistic though i i, I wonder if if tesla will release that i, I would guess probably not <laughs> right. um but it and it's not you know it's know. even though it's fully refundable it's not nothing right it's obviously sure. parting with a good amount of money for a good amount of time so, yeah yeah um, yeah and i mean yeah so i i, I don't know the reason why i did not um yeah yeah like why not put, put it down <laughs> you already have a couple of cars <laughs> Is that... well yeah but i mean you know who knows and in, in the time frame in which the it's available i might need you know my car's getting kind of old but right. um i i just i i don't i, I can't 
there's a, I have a mental block, even though like I, I support lots of like Kickstarter projects. But in this case, I just have a mental block. I can't buying a car for me is a really deliberate process. And even though I am like personally, I'll admit, like pretty obsessed with the Tesla. And I, I think I'm almost positive I would I would love the car. Um, and I may, you know, at some point in the future, certainly be happy to buy one. I, the whole process of buying a car is a very sort of thoughtful, deliberate process for me. And I can't like on a whim, even though it's totally refundable, say I'm going to just You don't, you don't think putting a deposit on a, a car site unseen is a process? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Well, I mean, it, I, I can't. I, there's, I have a mental block for that. I cannot. I could not. And I still cannot convince myself yeah. that, that that's worth doing. And I, I mean, I have a second thing, too, which and then maybe this is not as big of a concern, but like. Um, I, there's, I have this sort of general stupid rule in my head and it probably does not apply to Tesla, which is like, you never buy the first model of any, uh, first release of any this isn't the first model. This is the first, the first, the first release of any model of, of a car, just because that's, they still have to work out the kinks. And so I, 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 and you know, that wasn't necessarily the case with, with, with the model S like, you know, and whatever little kinks they were, they, they did upgrade through software, you know, it sounds like, you know, and so. Um, and, and a lot of that will obviously roll through into the three. Um, that's but true. I, that's you know, true. Well, I, I mean, there, there will, there will be quirks like, you know, yeah. the, I've heard of the, the, the X that they, they just, they just launched, you know, this is their third vehicle and there's quirks, you know, yeah. the, the doors don't exactly close sometimes or, you know, there's someone that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's coming through and there there's, there's quirks and they're working them out. So, yeah. Yeah. And I, I've um, definitely heard a lot more issues with the X than the S, but, um, yeah, so th- I mean that's just my thing, which is you know yeah. one I'm not sure when I'm going to need a new car, and I'm not sure that if I get a new car, you know my, the next car that we get should be a sedan, and right. I mean there's just all sorts of things where it's like, yeah, you know there's a big line. If I don't get in the line, I'll obviously probably have to wait another two years or so um, yeah. before I can get back in. Um, but, or buy like a Nissan or a BMW. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and I mean, you know, full disclosure, right? We, I already do uh, have a, a Nissan Leaf. So I have an electric vehicle, um, yeah. which, you know, I like. This is perfectly, perfectly. And Mike, if you valid. want that rebate right away, you can just go get a Leaf. Yes. Right. In fact, I will tell you, since I know from personal experience, they're practically giving them away. Uh, yeah, I thought about the lead. Beyond, beyond the rebates, they're, they are offering insane discounts at this point. Yeah, the, the problem uh, with the Leaf, though, is uh, it totally does not suit my driving habits because my wife will need to use it and she commutes. Yeah. The range of the leaf. I mean, the, 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 yeah, the fact is, like, the the... Um, the Leaf is, is obviously a very limited range car. It, it's a commuter car, and that's basically all you're going to get with it. If you have a short commute, um, then it's then it's perfect and it's nice and it's yeah. like driving a big golf cart. But um, <laughs> <laughs> is that a good thing? I, you know, it's I, it's kind of fun. I, I like driving it. It actually it's kind know. of fun. That's a commercial that writes itself. <laughs> Buy the Nissan Leaf. It's yeah. kind of fun. It is. It is. It is. I mean, you know, it's not. I like, mean, but see that. But see, do yeah. you see the difference between like like the yes. people the way people talk about Teslas, right? It's like yes, they have ludicrous speed. They're they're you know right. it goes to eleven. It's it's so so it's so ridiculous. That's, so they've and, done and, an awesome job of like you know building this brand that people would plunk a thousand dollars. For a yes. car that doesn't even, we have no idea when it's coming. And, and yeah. it's going to come in two years, <laughs> I hope. 
right? Yeah, maybe. Probably not. I so. mean, historically, they've been late in shipping you know, all their cars. So, yeah. so, but that's, okay, so that's the part that I'm really trying to understand, which is, like, why Tesla is so successful in that way, right? And so, you know, a lot of people like to compare it to Apple and sort of the fervor around the iPhone. Like and, fan, and, and, and fanboys and, you know. Exactly. And this whole thing, like people camping out and waiting in line and all that kind of stuff. And it does seem to match. But to me, it it feels a little different, right? And part of that is just the nature of the w- the way that, that sort of Tesla built up its brand and its and its marketing and like leading up to this moment, right? Which is that they had these yeah. these earlier cars. They had the Roadster, which was, you know, as you mentioned, really impractical and super expensive. And then they had the S, which was, you know, uh, you know, uh, apparently an absolutely wonderful car in almost every, um, you know, uh, however you look at it. And yeah. yet, you know, but but pretty pricey. It's I an mean, amazing vehicle, but it's, you know, north it, of $100,000. It's not right. really for every it's not in everyone's <laughs> it's reach not in, it's in not that, for yeah. it's not in a lot of people's reach um and then you know and, and so they sort of built it up and so like you would and the x of course which is even more expensive as an suv and and so these are all these are clearly luxury brands right i mean it is a yeah. premium product at a premium price in in every way shape or form right and then they come out with with the three which is it's still it's not a cheap still, car. It's still a premium car. It is right? it like is a premium be, car, but it is it is yeah. definitely at the you know what would normally be considered a high end, um, yep. uh, you know. Uh, it's like a, a like a BMW three series. Exactly. Price. So so yeah. yeah, either like a a low end luxury vehicle or a high end you know. I don't know what the phrase is, but regular person's vehicle, non luxury, non luxury. Yeah, I don't know what the the the, the no. term is, but a mainstream vehicle, right? It's a high end mainstream vehicle or a low end yeah. luxury vehicle, and the pricing is in that range, right? right? And and so the thing that 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 I don't get is, or not that I don't get, but I'm trying to understand, I think, is mm-hmm. you know why that model worked for Tesla because I can't think of any other sort of technology focused company that has that has done things that way well right where what, you, what, you like, start like you start started as, with a luxury market as, as a luxury product i mean has an ap- apple down. i mean has an apple done that well i don't think so right because i don't think apple is really like the iphone a, was a luxury like, product but i mean compared to like the when when the iphone was launched right yeah they were they were not subsidized by the the you know by the wireless companies and you had to pay by the carriers. Um, and you had the choice of paying for your iPhone. It was like 600 bucks um, or getting a free phone, you know, from, from your carrier. That's a luxury item, right? Yeah. But, but, but even then, so like, I don't think, but 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 I don't think, I don't think quite the same. Yeah. It's not like that. There, like there was that. I forget there was that one brand of cell phone that was like ten thousand dollars a phone. Right. Um, yeah. What was it? Like I Virtu. Ver- yeah, Virtu. That's right. Yeah, it was like gold, diamond yeah. encrusted or something ridiculous. But like that was that. like luxury for no right. reason. That was luxury right. for luxury's and so, sake. And so that was that was like extreme luxury, right? And I don't think the iPhone was ever that. And I also don't think that the iPhone. And I don't think that Tesla is that. I don't yeah, think Tesla t- is is. It's not like luxury. It's actually technology. And I think that they're. I don't yeah, remember how, how much was the Roadster. Roadster the was road? 120, I think. That's not. Yeah. That's not Which, supercar. Like that's you know that's not no. like Bugatti, uh, Veyron, 
pricing. That's like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's actually not that much higher than yeah, what the, I mean, the you could probably Yeah, you could get the was. Model X for that somewhere, right? Yeah. But yeah. So, but I think I think the thing that's that's different too is like, and like okay, the iPhone has gone through some some modifications over the years, and there's different pricing, but you know it hasn't gone through that same, you know, or sort of the the different difference in pricing with the iPhone hasn't been as extreme. So I think like sure, like you know when it came out, it was priced at about six hundred dollars, and now yeah. like what do iPhones cost today? Six hundred dollars. I mean, anywhere from well, anywhere from free to six hundred dollars. Like, right. If so you it's get, still like, the lower. Sure, it's still in the same price range, and you know, like what but I they think, keep coming out I, with new ones. Sure, right? they keep so. coming out with new ones, but I think the difference there is like, you know, Apple and then obviously Android as well, sort of yeah. built up that market and and created this new market where you needed a smartphone, right? And just they made them yeah. so valuable that it was worth it to pay, whatever. And uh, obviously, there are other competing products on the low end. Um, you know, especially Android products um, around the globe that have sort of sucked up that, you know, that part of the market. But, you know, it, it's something about the way Tesla has entered the market just feels really different to me in that usually, at least, and maybe this is just the way I look at it, like usually when you think of a luxury product, you yeah. don't think of those companies going down market. They don't you know, like they position themselves as a luxury luxury brand because they know they want that premium pricing and they want right. people to, you know, strive to be able to afford. I mean, you, you talk about like, um, sure. you know, like LVMH or something, which is like, you know, a, yep, yep. A, a standard luxury brand and they sell, you know, whatever purses for tens of thousands of dollars or whatever and, and they want people to you know they wouldn't go down market because that would eat away at the brand value at the the high end of the market and yet i don't think anyone's concerned about that with tesla like i don't think anyone is concerned like oh with the model 3 they're really screwing over the the s or the x right because i mean i, I think, think i don't know i mean i think like i think luxury brands do go down market right um like specifically like LVMH, like, you know, like the, the Hermes, like the Birkin bags are like $30,000 and sure. you can go down market and get, I don't know how much the cheapest bags are. I have no idea, but I feel like they do. Right. Like, and I mean, especially in the, like the car, in the car industry, automotive, like Porsche is now starting to go more down market, um, in terms of like their, their icon car is the 911. And now that now their most popular vehicle, I think is like the Macan, which is their SUV. Right. So it's like, they're they're definitely going down. Yeah, um, I thought Mercedes introduced whatever was it the C class or in I don't know the C and the A. The, well, the, they have the A, which is definitely yeah. So it's a good. They, they've steadily gone towards cheaper. <laughs> yeah, but can yeah. but can you but do any of those have the same sort of brand? They all have the same like loyalty recognition no, i mean recognition sure recognition they've just, yes they've been, right. they've been around but they don't have that that the fervor that tesla has been able to build up in just a few years well it's it's hard to argue that tesla is a unique automaker right i mean how many other automakers are are selling electric sure. cars and aim to do it but so that's the, that's i mean i guess that's part of the question is it i mean is it because it's electric i don't think so right because no, there I are other electric it's... vehicles on the market that that don't get any you know, yeah. nobody cares Tesla about has done a very good job in building a, a cool brand, right? And it um, now, and so 
part of that probably is the fact that it's electric, but it's it is kind of interesting because I mean, do you think Tesla would have the same reputation if it were building, you know, traditional internal combustion gasoline vehicles? I mean, that's that wouldn't they wouldn't be Tesla, right? Like it's so <laughs> intimately tied together, right? Like okay. um the fact is like the reason if that's like saying it would Apple be as cool if they were making, I don't know, like sugar water, right? <laughs> no, I mean, I think that's different, right? But, uh, uh, you know, what if what if Apple released an Android-based iPhone? I mean, would it... Yeah, I don't know. Like, how much of, how much of the cool of the iPhone is tied up in iOS? Yeah, I don't Probably know. Probably a lot of it, you know. I mean... Yeah, well, I, I guess that's just kind of the thought exercise that I'm going through here. I, and I, I, I agree with you. I don't think you're wrong. I just... Right. I, 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 I think it's but like the the S is like what's what's what is the comparable car to the S right now in the market right now? There's like BMW no has idea. their there, I, has their i8, yeah. which is you know in the same price range I think. But as far as like practicality, like no way, you know, like that's the i8 is like a like a super yeah, and, sports car. I think car part of it the, is the the just the function of the Tesla is unique in that it has the range that you would expect out of a normal car. So that it's not you. Yeah. It's hard to say because there are, there really isn't another car out there with the same performance characteristics, right? Uh, yeah. So I I had um, um, uh, I I had seen the other day and I, I just did a search for it and I found it as as I was uh, badly trying to speak um, <laughs> that looked at. Um, compare that luxury auto automobile sales from 2014 to 2015 um, that shows every um, car that might be considered sort of in the competitive space to the model s to the s yeah and every single one of them had their sales go down Um, and of course tesla had its sales go way up and well, so up from and, zero, right? I mean, well, no, no. I mean, it's, it's comparing 2014 sales to 2015 and Tesla went up from 18,480 uh, to, to yeah, 26,566. I mean, but the interesting thing is that the, the total, um, total sales in both years, 2014, 2015 for sort of these luxury class cars was right around a hundred thousand and actually went down. Um, by a little bit, but it's basically right around a hundred thousand. So, and every other luxury car in that in that class lost sales, went down. From, right. From year I, to I mean, year, I, I have seen statistics Tesla. that say that the Model S has been just sort of dominating the luxury, yeah, the luxury yeah. segment. And it's but if kinda, you're in the it, market for yeah, like an S or a BMW like Seven Series or like an A8, like you're gonna you're gonna look at the Tesla. Yeah. Yeah. I, I sort of wonder and, what would have, it, what would have happened if the Prius was more sleek looking? Would it have dominated the mid-size vehicle market? <laughs> um, I don't know. There there are some arguments that the reason why Prius did so well was because it looked awful and looked. <laughs> yeah, well, it, but it I mean, that doesn't, yeah, it definitely that doesn't made necessarily distinct. hold for you know. I mean. Yeah, but electric yeah. cars always looked awful for the longest time too, right? I mean, when they had like the previous attempts at, at electric cars, they always looked just ridiculous, right? Yeah. Or they looked they exactly did. the same as the like. I mean, there are EV versions of like the Rebel. Well, that's that's more recent, but like the original, the original EVs always had like some sort of really funky, weird. Yeah, like the EV one. 
looked yeah. really weird. Um, like the Think. I don't know if you remember that one. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It was made by a trash can company. <laughs> right. um, and even hey, even the Nissan Leaf is a really sort of odd-looking vehicle. <laughs> great looking. Yeah, it that, is not a. It is not a good looking cues car. From. It does not. It was what? Yeah, Michael, it was not. All right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah. So, I, you know, I, it, I mean, that was, you know, Elon Musk was has been pretty clear on that, which was like, you know, part of doing Tesla was like he wanted to design an electric vehicle that that you weren't yeah, embarrassed and the bolt to And the Volt look horrible, yeah. too. I, but yeah. the, and the other thing that's interesting, though, about the Tesla is that they seem to be designing them so that they're Even, that uh, how, they're not going to change them model year to model year. Right. So that's another interesting thing is that. Like what other car? Well, not yet. They uh, might. I, I think they, eventually. they, they, they updated the Model S to get rid of the original grill. But I don't uh-huh. know if they're gonna. I mean, yeah. they're gonna, they're gonna but, but they I added mean, like they added sensors and cameras, so that was like a pretty big upgrade, right? Um, Technology-wise, but, but the, the platform underlying didn't. The yeah, the look didn't yeah. Stay. yeah. But I mean, even when you look at the electric vehicles that like like BMW's electric car. It's hideous. It's right? not I that mean, bad. I don't know. Yeah. The little pig nose. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the i3 is not that bad. The i3? So it's, it's cute. Uh, all right. I think it's hideous. Well, you, you, you decided <laughs> to get the leaf and not the i3. So. <laughs> I'm telling you, they were giving them away. So <laughs> you just had to show up and they basically handed one to you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean. Well, we'll, we'll see when there's know. more Faraday's and whatever the apple car is like and yeah i mean and that's the question i guess i guess that's the really the big follow-up question which is like can anyone repeat sort of what made tesla so successful in 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 this setup and like and why haven't we seen that right so i mean you mentioned like there's faraday right which is this sort of attempt to basically you know copy tesla i think that's basically the way everyone's described it and and they have something like a billion dollars and i think um, the guy trying to do so the guy behind it is actually backing another chinese automaker doing this like the same thing except it's not yeah so (laughs) yeah there's there's like um there's like two or three other companies that are all sort of starting um and of course everyone there's always rumors about apple supposedly doing the same thing but like and and google and uber right yeah um but i mean those are not as clear in terms of you know entering this market exactly like google obviously is working on self-driving cars um and you know uber has apparently been sort of playing around with self-driving car stuff but like i don't know if there's been any talk about them building like electric vehicles you know beyond just for like their own you know reinventing transportation (laughs) kind of concept google and fiat chrysler just partnered to do something with like electrified minivans or something like that so i don't think google google's not aiming for the tesla market yeah at least well who knows but probably not um yeah i think to answer to maybe attempt to answer your question as far as like why someone else hasn't done it i think frankly building a car is really really hard yeah (laughs) um and like having like you know my college project for two years was to to make a a purpose-built car and like it's in it's insane how many little details have to fit all to fit together first of all and the second thing is that like tesla like they were founded in 2000 what 2003 it's been like yeah. 13 years 
Um, and they've gotten this far, which is awesome, right? But I feel like there's a lot of car companies that may have, like there was a car company called like Fisker that was trying the yep, luxury sure. car thing. Um, they they didn't make it for reason or another. I think they had some production delays or whatnot. But you know, it, it's capital intensive. It's really, really hard. And it's really slow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and you know, one of the things that people pointed out is that like Tesla's the first successful uh, and depends on how new you find successful, company, yeah. but new American car company in like, I don't know exactly how long, but I think it's like 50 years. It's, it's multiple yeah. decades at, at the very least. Um, it's just, you know, there's so many difficult aspects to it um, beyond yeah. just the technical aspect of building the car. But then, you know, uh, there's there's you know, regulatory, there's, you know, there's, there's yeah. the fickle market. Who knows like there's where <laughs> manufacturing distribution, um, you know, and, and, you know, one of the things that we haven't even talked about is, you know, a lot of Tesla's work these days has really been focused on battery technology as opposed to, yep. you know, the actual car itself. You know, in, yeah. in some sense, Tesla's more of a battery company even than a car company. Yeah, they sell the power uh, I mean, that, or whatever, right? So try yeah. to make yeah. their batteries more cost efficient. That said, like, I mean, haven't they made all their patents kind of available for everyone to use? So could yes. that shortcut somebody? So. I mean, well, that gets back into our, our arguments and discussions around patents in general and how much <laughs> how much innovation actually <laughs> how much happens worth? Be, yeah. because of patents versus the ability to actually execute. Um, yeah. yeah, like, yeah, you're not going to face a lawsuit from Tesla. Um, and so that clears, you know, some minor path, I think, probably. And you can probably well, learn something from some of the patents. Wait, um, you're saying that I can't just take a patent and read it and know how to make a Tesla? I don't understand. Well, I don't, I don't think... Different podcasts for a different day. <laughs> but yeah, sorry, Mike, I go don't ahead. think, uh, yeah, Musk is pretty anti-patent. I don't, I think, I, I think yeah. I remember, te like, not only Tesla has, has opened up his, but, but SpaceX has, like, one patent, and that's it. Cause yeah. Yeah, they basically haven't gotten any patents. And actually, you know, if you're just talking about the car space, because Tesla opened up their patents, then you had um, Toyota and Ford so, sort of do similar things. There are a few more restrictions, but they've also offered yeah. up some of their patents for people. So, like, if, if patents are your concern, like, they, they shouldn't yeah. be because there's tons of patents available for basically any any automaker to, to jump into the space. Um, you know, but, but it is an interesting question. I mean, and I kind of wonder if maybe it's, it is that, like, companies are sort of in that development phase, right? I mean, Tesla started in whatever you said, 2003. They didn't have their first car in the market for, you know, a good long time. Um, and so maybe there are other companies that are sort of in process right now, getting ready. Um, um, but, nobody's but, really taken up Tesla on their open patent thing, though, right? I don't think... Well, they don't, don't you don't, so. you don't have to know. They don't have to tell anyone. Yeah, you, you just they, use it. You just use it. I mean, and, and, and Musk was clear on that, like, because there were these investors who for a while were like, you know, he doesn't really mean it. You know, he, he means like, if you don't compete against him, he'll be fine. And then like, he gave this press conference where he was like, no, like, no, anyone just use them. And someone's like, well, you know, is anyone using it? He's like, I don't know, because nobody's got to tell me. I just can go and build stuff. So, yeah, but I mean, from the no charging stations, I automakers are not uh like their battery technology is totally different i i don't know i mean i honestly i don't even know what the patents cover uh and and what's in them but it doesn't seem like there's a you know like a huge um you know like I, I, there's, there's no way to know whether or not you know anyone is actually making use of the patents and and uh, but you know 
I, I, either way, I don't think the patent issue is... Yeah, there's um, no patent thicket around. It's just hard to build cars and make batteries. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I, I, would argue, I would argue that there could be a patent thicket if somebody wanted to be obnoxious about it, right? There are a lot of patents in this area. It's just, you know, partly because of, of Musk and, and Tesla, like they've made it clear, like, you know, we're going to clear this field because we want this, this innovation to, to happen across the board and sort of make the breakthroughs that are necessary. But, I, I, I you know, actually wonder, I mean, there's more patent thickets around hybrid vehicles, I think, right? There's like Toyota has been battling that one troll for years or something. Yeah, there have been there have actually been a whole bunch of battles and Toyota itself has, but, has fought uh, against I'm not sure about Pure so. Electric. Hmm. I don't know if there's been any. Uh, there'll, I mean, there'll probably be some troll out there in a few years that'll, <laughs> that'll I'm sure. pop out and say, hey. I'm sure and sue Tesla. If not, we, I should look and see if there have been any patent lawsuits against Tesla. There might be. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's interesting and it still strikes me as like, sort of a unique company and I still wonder if there are lessons you know even certainly you know if anyone else is entering that market if anyone else can do it or if it was sort of unique is it the cult of personality around Elon Musk himself that made it as opposed to other cars and if so is that going to impact you know the Faraday or other um, you know new entrants into the market or or beyond that you know if there are lessons for other technology companies you know as we're seeing more and more hardware companies you know is there a lesson sort of building for the high end and building for a luxury market and building up this sort of aspirational value that people really want your product but can't afford it and then right. coming back you know with a, a more affordable version as a second as a second pass or a third pass or a fourth pass or whatever well i mean i think part of the lesson is build really cool technology i, I mean Tesla is sort of unmatched in some of its I yeah, mean, and then the range. and then make it first available at a good price. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, pe- people love a sale. They'll line up on you know Black Friday <laughs> for sales. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I, I mean, I don't think. I mean, do you think that's the? I mean, I mean, I mean are people was, are people I, viewing the three as sort of like a sale on an S? A little bit, yeah. I mean, it's an affordable. It, like the technology in the S today should be in the three that we get in two years, right? Yeah. Like, there's, I don't, I don't see why it wouldn't be. Like, you know, when I was, I went to test drive the S, and the autopilot is kind of amazing. Um, so, and by the time the three comes out, I'm really going to be ready for an electric car. You know, I love, I love my cars, right? Um, but I'll be ready and. The biggest reason why I went to put my money down is because if at that time in two years I'm ready to get a three, if I have to wait another two years, I'd be really sad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, okay. I don't think any other automaker has really built up the reputation of, of building like a cool sure. electric vehicle. I mean, GM with Bolt and Volt, yeah. you know, the Volt, it's okay. It's a hybrid. But, but it's, you I, know. Here's, so... No, I understand that, right? I mean, all the other ones are are terrible. Like, I, I admit that, and I own one of them, right? So, but like, but why, right? Like, why is Tesla the why only car company that's able to has been able to build a cool electric car? Like, it, it, there's something that feels missing <laughs> to me. Like, it feels like there should be there should be more competition in this market. Of building a cool, like a cool, good electric car. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's a, that is a good question. I the, mean, but. There, there is. I thought. Well, there. I mean, a cool, affordable one because I think there's another. Well, there was another VC-backed one where the electric vehicle looks like an old. It's like an old classic car that they electrified or something. Really? Um, yeah, I forget what it's like. Renovo Motors or something like mm-hmm. that, and it looks like a. It looks like 
one of those like really cool like 1960s era uh, uh, racing touring cars or something. And that sounds awesome. Be, you know, I want that. Car. <laughs> yeah. Wait a second. <laughs> yeah, but it's not. It, but it's not affordable. Yeah. I think. Uh, I think it's. I think it's priced more like the Roadster. Right. But maybe someday they'll oh, follow yeah, the look same at that. path as that Tesla. That is a cool looking car. Oh, man, I'm gonna look it up now. I mean, the, the... <laughs> I had not. Yeah. I had not seen this, but yeah. I'm, I'm, oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. Well, no, it's it is not priced like the Roadster. It says, I just see a headline it says up close with the five hundred and twenty nine thousand dollar Renovo Coupe. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's. Oh, I forgot the pricing. I, well, I didn't know the pricing of the Roadster. It's half so, a million uh, dollars. So I mean, yeah. So it better be good. Not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but presumably with the technology that they develop with that car, they could go down market. I assume. I mean, mm. I hope that they're not just like aiming at like uber rich people. Right, but who... I mean, there are car companies that 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 you know focus solely on that market, right? And yeah. and, and do very well. So they could be. I mean, they yeah. they very well might be just focused on that market. Yeah, I mean, I mean the five hundred I mean, are they VC back though? <laughs> Look, like if, a, if you a, can make enough money, you know, if you can sell enough of those, you know, and maybe they go down market like down to the hundred thousand dollar level, they don't have to go mass market. And they could still sell a lot of cars. So, so maybe there is. Maybe it's just that this market is so early that the competitors aren't as obvious right now. Yeah. And maybe maybe we're just ignorant of, <laughs> of what that market is. But it certainly hasn't. You know, there there hasn't been much talk about sort of like a a real competitor. And it it strikes me as odd, at least that. Well, I guess the the other thing is Tesla is far from profitable, right? Sure. Like, sure. Uh, so it's far from proven that that bu- that their business is going to succeed. I mean, they succeed in the marketing yeah. realm, but yeah, no, that's their business that's, may that's not a valid point too. I mean, out. but you know, they they certainly have enough demand and consumer support that they've been able to continue to to bring in investment, so that you know, I think people at least see a path to profitability for it. It's not like yeah. people see it as as a company that will never go profitable, um, and especially, I mean, as they scale. You know, you can see where the economies of scale start to kick in, and they can be, you know, much more likely to be profitable. Um, but, anyways, I think we're we're sort of gone over on time on this one yeah. already. But it's it's an interesting discussion. I find I, I just find Tesla to be in a really interesting company, and I, I think that the the model that it's taken is different. You know, and and maybe it's not so different for a car company, but it definitely feels different than than your standard technology company to me. And it is often considered a technology company. I think rightfully so. Um, and so I, th- I think it's an interesting one to look at, and just that, you know, how well it's executed, both in terms of you know building the product, but also on the marketing and getting people really excited about it. I think is is really fascinating. It'll be interesting to see if anyone else is kind of even, you know, even able to to sort of. Um, you know, copy that, um, you know, that marketing plan or that business plan, because so far there hasn't really been anyone. Yeah. They've, they've built a great brand and a great company. And if they want to invite me in for a factory tour, I would love that. <laughs> Didn't you have a chance <laughs> at a factory tour at some point? Yeah. I was five minutes late and they wouldn't let me in. So they locked the gates on you. So yeah. that's, that's the rule. And of course, also like there was also the guy who, who whined about, uh, Tesla and and had yes. his purchase revoked. So, so I'm trying to be very nice to them. I would still love to go tour their factory. Well, you probably have one thing against you. Anyway. Your order that has not been completed. Oh no! Yeah. I don't think. <laughs> Who knows? 
Anyways, interesting discussion. I, I I think it's an interesting company. I mean, a lot of people are fascinated by it, but I, I'm yeah. really trying to try. And to I can't wait. I can't wait for my car. Yeah. Well, I uh, can't wait for both of you guys to. I, I'm willing to sell my put, my spot in line. <laughs> so if anyone. <laughs> oh no, there's there's yeah. an interesting thing. I wonder. I don't I think bet you, you there'll be a market. If no, you mean, can, there would be. A I don't market know if you can sell it. your spot. You can sell the car right after. Sure. I don't know if you can sell. Well, the spot. but in in the contract that I make you with can, anyone, I'll I'll make it so that it's basically selling yeah. my spot right right I'll, yeah you i'll have them would, you cover would, you my could sell it through right just just how yeah. like uh ford ford paid like uh like fifty thousand dollars over the asking price of a model x or something yeah for an s so for, could, for an s, wasn't an s? Yeah. so they could take it apart no it's the x um it was the x yeah. yeah so they could take it apart but i mean yeah that's interesting i bet you there'll be a market that will form and that'll be interesting to watch too but anyways i think we're we are out of time here um right. and so <laughs> but it is an interesting topic i'm sure it's one that'll come up again and um if if folks who are listening have any thoughts let us know uh michael thank you for jumping in and being our special guest co-host and dennis as always thank you and to our listeners as well thank you and bye. we will be back next week bye bye to grab a shovel and dig up the tap. If we don't stand up to them, someone will get hurt. To grab a shovel and dig up the tap.